Every day we, we stray, stray further, further from, from God's love. Welcome to Potus Mouse. The podcast about Modest Mouse. <laughs> I'm Chantal. I'm Michaela. Welcome. Hello. Howdy. Um, so today <laughs> we are continuing our road trip. The Long Drive for Someone with Nothing to Think About, written by our boys, Modest Mouse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so this is going to be episode eight of this wow. podcast, song number seven on the album. Yes. Um, Ionizes and Atomizes. And I also just wanted to mention, um, for those of you who are maybe tuning in for the first time now, or those of you, thank you in advance, who have been listening to us um, throughout this whole experience. Um, we will now be releasing our episodes every other Monday um, on Modest Mouse Mondays. And that's just because, you know, Michaela and I are busy and we are just doing this out of the love that we have for this band. Yes. We don't get paid, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like This is a thing that we're just, it's like a passion project, so... We uh, we were releasing them every single week, but it just got to be kind of way too much. So we're slowing yeah. down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we both have full-time jobs and we're artists. So we yeah. have like projects and things going on outside of yeah. our full-time work. <laughs> in addition to trying to record and edit this podcast. So like it just, it was becoming a lot. Yeah. But we were like, we still want to do that. Like we love this. Yeah. Don't get us wrong. <laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, we're just we're just gonna be spending more time between episodes. Yeah, and that's you know, all. so if anything, you're welcome because now the anticipation will be even greater every time we release an episode, <laughs> and hopefully the editing will also yeah. be greater too <laughs> because we'll have more time to yeah. spend on things. Absolutely, um, yeah. But yeah, with that, um, do you want to just like? get into the song i don't really have anything to say at the top of the episode yeah not for this one in particular either like i don't really have anything about this song that i can think of um i love this song that's all i can say yeah yeah (laughs) um so yeah let's absolutely let's get into it dive in baby So this song is uh, four minutes and 21 seconds. It could have been cooler just saying, you know, maybe if they had one second less of this song. Yeah, definitely missed out on that opportunity to be like ionizes and atomizes weed. Yeah. 420 blaze it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we're we're 37 seconds into the song. And um, so we've got our intro here. Just kind of like this chill um, guitar, a little bit of bass. We got our drums. But I feel like we're still kind of almost going back to like 
lounge. Yeah, very it's similar. It's very like loungy. Should we sounding? play the intro to lounge real quick so we can compare them? Sure. Oh, very different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, they're they're very different. Whereas like this one is just like really chill. One, so like going into this, part of the reason why I don't have much to say at the top of the episode is because like this isn't one of my favorite songs i'll just say that really yeah Yeah. i fucking love this song it definitely sticks out to me um just in general like Mm. when i think of all my favorite modest mouse songs i definitely do think of ionizes and atomizes Mm. i don't know why i feel like i'll maybe have a better answer at the end of this episode um but yeah i've just always really loved this song i love his voice on this song I love the like the slow mellow vibe of the beginning and just like you know I mean talking about the the music coming in like it's very low low key super yeah. chill super mellow and then you have Isaac's high energy voice like coming in strong with this like kind of high pitched like yelly talk singing that he does yeah you know and I just absolutely fucking love it I love the juxtaposition between those two feelings um so yeah, and I also just really like the words ionizes and atomizes. I like, <laughs> I'm like a sci-fi nerd. So anything that like incorporates some nerdy shit, I'm like going to be all over it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can appreciate that. Um, it's just, I don't know, something about it has not clicked with me. Mm-hmm. Like I was listening to it earlier today, just like while I was making dinner, because I was like, yeah, it's been a while since I've listened to it. I just kind of want a little refresh before we go into recording and um even then like i it, as soon as it went into head south the next song i was like is this the same song <laughs> like i just kind of was like oh whatever like i wasn't really paying attention to it like i just kind of was like whatever yeah uh, like it just kind of flew by and i feel like that's always how it's been for me interesting like all the songs so far that we've talked about on the podcast like i I'm familiar with them. Yeah. I've listened to them a bunch of times. Whereas, like, this one, like, I just kind of, I don't know. It, like, does nothing for me. That is so funny. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I have a totally different experience with this song. But um, but that I makes love this, that. That's yeah. going to make this episode really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. Because I want to hear, like, what about it you like. And Likewise. then I'm hoping, you know, by analyzing it because I know that that's happened with a few of the other songs that we've talked about where I have a new like a renewed appreciation for them yeah I'm hoping that that happens with the song today yeah I haven't so I've been listening to the song a bunch today too to like in preparation for this episode but I also like haven't spent any time actually analyzing the lyrics yet so I'm excited yeah I haven't to... I haven't looked into that cool. at all yeah, yeah I'm excited to do it like live on the pub <laughs> Um, so we did hear some lyrics. So we have, she, she ionizes and atomizes, then turns to sunlight. Yeah, I just love this, this first line here, to me, is, it's so, like, light and airy. It's, like, Mm. very pretty. Um, but we talked about this before we started recording, but both Michaela and I, the only research that we did so far for this song <laughs> was, was Googling ionizes and atomizes. Yeah. So like, I, you know, I'm not unfamiliar with these words. Like I knew these words beforehand, but I wanted to like really get like a dictionary definition out. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to read one of them and I'll read the other? <laughs> sure. So I looked up, um, atomizer and atomizes and atom and obviously um 
So it's Adam, A-T-O-M, yes. not like a person's name. Yes. <laughs> it's not like a fun word that was created out of the name Adam. So I typed in ionize on Google and I got third person present ionizes, right? Convert an atom, molecule, or substance into an ion or ions, typically by removing one or more electrons. Here, I'm clicking on Wikipedia now. So ionization is the process by which an atom or molecule acquires a negative or positive charge by gaining or losing electrons, often in conjunction with other chemical changes. The resulting electrically charged atom or molecule is called an ion. Ionization can result from the loss of an electron after collisions with subatomic particles, collisions with other atoms, molecules, and ions, or through the interaction with electromagnetic radiation. Um, yeah, so, and then it just keeps going. It's kind of like a lot of science jargon that is too complicated for my smooth brain. Um, but yeah, so ionizes. Yeah, ionizes. (laughs) Atomize is very similar. It's to convert, and then it parentheses, a substance into very fine particles or droplets. Mm. Um, and then reduce something to atoms or other small distinct units. Um, so... To atomize something is to, you know, really break things down into their, like, smallest Yeah, and, and, like, for me, when I read atomizes, like, I always think about, like, a spray can um, mm. or, like, an atomizer, you know, is, like... Yeah, there, there's a, in Portland, Oregon, there's an a vape atomized shop. vape shop, yeah. <laughs> like, mean, we were, comes up on Google. Exactly, we were so close. If this song was one second less, like Michaela said, it would have been so perfect with the word atomize. Yeah. But yeah, like atomizing, you know, it's it's like a scattering, right? And then ionizing. I see. I just read the definition, and I still couldn't tell it's you like, what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's a process where it an just... atom or molecule acquires an egg. So yeah. like the ionizing is like acquiring a charge. Atomizing is converting into like really small particles or droplets, which I think is interesting. Yeah, what's interesting the, the distinction there between like yeah. a particle or a droplet. Like droplet is. Is bigger. moisture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like an, like, you know, some, like when you spray something out of a spray can, the resulting droplets of paint are not, they themselves, like singular atoms. Like it's not, that's, Mm -hmm. that's microscopic. Right. You know, so it's interesting that atomizes can apply towards just like a, like a scattering of, of like a larger substance or, or like a microscopic. Yeah. You know, well, cause it's, it, when I see the word droplets now, my mind automatically goes to like COVID. Oh yeah. I'm like, no, same. I'm like COVID yeah, droplets. Well, I think of atomizer. Or I think of COVID too, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just interesting. Cause I, I'm like hearing the ionizing and atomizing. It almost seems backwards. Cause it sounds like something, uh, that like something would need to be atomized before that, the particles could be ionized but i don't know but it's like the opposite i think yeah if you're a scientist hit us up <laughs> yeah like <laughs> i explain would, this to us like we're five years old <laughs> i would genuinely like to know like yeah how does one ionize and atomize and uh, the the scientific terminology of it all is like kind of complicating things for me but yeah explain it explain it to us because I also looked up ionizer and atomizer and you can get an ionizer that like 
filters the air mm, right again like, back into like COVID-19 <laughs> well not only that but like so there's I don't know like you can filter the air for like so many things but yeah, yeah. I wouldn't probably use that to filter um COVID I haven't heard anything about it about using like an ionizer specifically but it, you can use it as an air filter to like filter certain types mm. of like particles and then an atomizer is like the opposite where it, like, almost just, like, Your sprays. Yeah. Like, or a vape pen, you know, yeah. it turns things into, it turns this liquid into a smaller liquid that you mm. can inhale. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just think that's really interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating. So, like, now just turning it back into the song, I'm thinking, like, she ionizes and atomizes. I mean, okay, realistically, I doubt Isaac was, like, really like breaking down the scientific terminology of these two words you know yeah i think he was just like this is a poetic way to maybe explain somebody like breathing in and breathing out or just like like it maybe a a poetic way to explain somebody like thinking about big things and little things Mm. or just like Mm -hmm. there's like a lot of processes happening thinking about like somebody existing even on a molecular level like you know so i think i think that's kind of what he's getting at and then yeah like transformation is kind of Mm -hmm. like just something we all go through yeah it could be a mental transformation it could be physical transformation like this to me is explaining some sort of process that this person is going through because obviously it's like she ionizes and atomizes then turns in turns to sunlight like, so she's turning into something. But it seems, like, positive because we associate sunlight with positivity. See, it's interesting. Until you just said that, I never took this lyric to mean that she's turning into sunlight. I've always took it to mean she's turning to face the sunlight. It could and be then, that. And then I, in my mind, the picture I'm seeing is, like, ionizes, atomizes, turns to sunlight, like seeing particles of dust floating in beams of light, right? Coming through like some blinds. So like, that's what I see in my head when I hear this lyric. Um, But yeah, I think it's funny. Like, I just also want to mention this quick thought that I had when we were talking about the scientific (laughs) side of these words. I like, I like this idea that like, okay, so this is 1996. Most likely Isaac wrote this song in like 93 or 94 or 90 like I doubt he wrote it in 96 I think it probably had been something they were performing for a little while before this album was recorded um so I like to think that this is like a lyric that he like had in his head like from biology class in high school oh yeah and was like just waiting to use it in something it's like clearly the some some lesson that like stuck in his mind yeah like ionizes to, yeah and atomizes like definitely feels like oh, she ionizes and atomizes, like, I don't know. Yeah, well, and I also like this idea, because, like, you know, in the 90s, they weren't, like, Googling shit, like, you know? So it's not like he he had access to, like, other than going to a library or, like, looking at, like, a textbook that he might have had already in his house. Like, he wouldn't have been able to, like, look up the definitions of these words. So he was just like, this is sciencey and cool and it sounds cool and I'm going to put it in something, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, it's interesting, too, that he's saying it, like, she ionizes and atomizes. Mm -hmm. If we're going to, like, bring it back to this idea of a relationship. Yeah. Like, I think we 
kind of have strayed from the road trip a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, I'm not even thinking like, about the road trip anymore. Yeah, because, really. <laughs> like, we kind of, I think with, like, lounge, you know, we stopped at this lounge, or we had this whole storyline with that. Beachside property, there was, like, less of a storyline and more, like, it felt self-contained. Yeah. Um, Or, like, oh, I'm encountering this person from California mm-hmm. who has this experience, or I'm, like, or I'm seeing this still on the road, but, like, driving down the coast. Like, mm-hmm. it just didn't quite feel the same as, like, the other songs that came before it. And now this, I think, part of the reason why this song has just kind of, like, not really stuck with me is because it doesn't fit any into any sort of, like, narrative. <laughs> like, it just feels very, I like... I don't know. I think we could make it fit. We could probably make it fit. <laughs> like, now that we've come up with this concept of, like, this relationship. Yeah. We're, like, talking about these, like characters right (laughs) um and i think that this could be like maybe the fresh start to because this does feel very like poetic and almost like i don't know like when you when you're writing like really flowery things for a person you have like a crush on Mm -hmm. like something about this opening line she ionizes and atomizes then turns to sunlight like even if she's turning into sunlight that's one thing if she's just turning her face to sunlight like you were saying because that's like what the lyrics literally Say. But I don't know. They also literally say turns to sunlight, which yeah. could mean transforming into sunlight. Right. But either way, like, it feels like when you see that person that you really care about, like, and they're just, like, glowing. Yeah. Or, no, 100%. Yeah, there's, like, that moment where you're like, oh, they turn to sunlight. Yeah. And, like, they're just, like, a little beam of... It's the golden hour. Light in your in yeah. your mind, or you just like catch them in that moment. Yeah, like it feels very like positive versus the negativity of the arguments in Dramamine, for example. Yeah. Um. So now it's like either this is a new person or they are realizing these things about each other where they're like, actually, I still have feelings for you. Yeah. Or like maybe this is a completely new person. Yeah. Like. You know, um, spoiler alert, later in the lyrics it says he again. Yeah. So this is not, this is again another song that's in third person. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe it's about the same person that was at the lounge, maybe? Ooh. Who hooked up with somebody and then, you know, went back and danced with his shiny yeah. ass clothes. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not, but maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think our traveler here who's been on this road trip, like... <laughs> There's something about the story where I just have this feeling that, like, where we're currently at in the album, they have gone to, like, this new place, and they're, like, kind of settling in, and but just, like, really observing the world around them. Yeah. Um, but it's it all feels foreign because it's, it, because it's a new place, and that's why they're, like, telling us about it. Yeah. Um, and... They just ended up here, <laughs> and they're like, oh, I've met this new person at the lounge, um, and we get, like, these kind of, like, new characters joining in the story. Yeah, I think I think definitely um, that kind of covers the first part of the song. Yeah, the, I mean, we've only got, you know, one lyric in. <laughs> there's, there's so much to uncover. Hey, Ray, Again, I just want to say, talking about the music specifically, this song, just yet another song of Modest Mouse that makes me want to 
fucking bang my head. You know, like, like it's slow, but it's like, it has such a rhythm to it. And that is because we have these three fucking heavy hitting musicians. We have Jeremiah, who is just killing it on drums, as always. We have Isaac, who's killing it with his singing and his guitar. And then we have Eric Judy, just like, being the anchor of this bass holding all of these things together he's like the glue between the guitar and the drums and i just absolutely love again isaac using his voice using the guitar to be another kind of element of percussion in the song that's just like there are these clear hits like he itemizes Mm, right like yeah it's very much like i want to just like rock my head back and forth with the music um, you know, it's not like a head banging, like super fast song, but it's like, I feel like I'm swaying back and forth. It feels kind of like mm. I'm in a boat, maybe like it's very, very fluid, very flowing. Yeah. And then we talk about the lyrics, what I'm seeing now. So we have the lyrics, he realizes and itemizes pulls harder than gravity. So now we have this again, kind of like a juxtaposition between this person that is being this woman right? She ionizes and atomizes and turns to sunlight. These are all very airy things. We have ionizing, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like a charged particle or, or molecule. And then we have atomizing, which is, you know, a spray or like a dispersion of particles or droplets. And then sunlight, which again is not like a physical thing you can touch. It's like mm-hmm. scattered light, right? And then we have realizes, itemizes, which is like, to me, bringing it down to earth. Like we're realizing yeah. we're, we're, we're being in the present, right? We're, we're processing something and we're itemizing it, listing it, right? And then pulling harder than gravity. That's like a massive force. Like it's very strong. And it's like, I'm, I'm just getting this like totally like intense picture of like a person who is infatuated with a, with a woman and feels like he can't capture her. She's too free or she's too like, you know, a lot scattered, you know, and he's like trying to lock her down, but she's like a bird basically Mm. wants to fly away. That's kind of what I'm getting. I get that too. I'm going to start with my feel of the music because you started with music. Um, I feel like I keep bringing, I keep for some reason wanting to bring this back to lounge Mm. because it feels like I'm in a lounge listening to this band play. Totally. Because it's like kind of slow, the Mm -hmm. slow start. Like I can see like the smoke going in the Mm. air and just people just chilling and lounging like while this is playing in the background or um, or like, you know, this is the music video where they're all in the lounge and he, she's glowing in this light and then he's just like kind of watching her from mm. across the room. Um, but then I also, when I am reading the lyrics, I love what you had to say about that because like, I'm, I'm with you, but then I'm also like putting it with the narrative yeah. that we built. Yeah. So I feel like she ionizes and atomizes, then turns to sunlight. Like what I was saying before about, um, you know, you, you capture this person in this moment where you're just, like, overwhelmingly, like, in love with them or yeah. you feel just, like, really drawn to them. Yeah. Um, and then he realizes and itemizes, pulls harder than gravity. I want to connect this to the relationship that we were discussing in Dramamine mm-hmm. where it's, like, they're arguing, they're falling apart. Um, even with um, might, it's, like, I might break up with you, but mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Um this almost seems like 
a rekindling mm. where it's like he realizes and itemizes mm. like he realizes like oh shit i've got a good person here like yeah i and then pulls harder than gravity like i like your how the way you phrased it with like pulling you like down to earth like yeah he's having this realization of like oh shit like i need to be like brought back down to earth like this person actually is like good for me like we were fighting and shit but like i i need to change my act or like who knows yeah um and and itemizes too like that could be like itemizing the good things in your relationship like kind of doing a pros and cons almost is like how i see it like itemizing to me is like collecting data yeah um yeah definitely and like he realizes and itemizes he's like oh shit like look at her in the sun like or or like oh she's just like lighter than air yeah um yeah and then the fact that it just says like he realizes and then pulls harder than gravity that could be just like his heart being pulled out of his chest or um or he just feels like in the pit of his stomach like oh shit like i fucked this up somehow um yeah and like yeah, that's this is only like two lines into no, the song. No, I think I I like connecting it to the Dramamine relationship, but like part of me, like for my personal like like um attachment to this narrative, I'm like that bitch was toxic. Like I know I that's don't want him said. to be with yeah. her. Again. Like she was toxic. He she killed okay. the better part of him. Right? Yeah. Well, because so, then this could also be a new person. Yeah. Right? Like so I like, I like that. the idea of that too. I like that too, where he's just like he realizes like oh shit, this person's special. Like this could be a new person that yeah. he's thinking that about. Where yeah. he's like oh wait a minute, this person is like super cool and totally different than my toxic relationship. Yeah. I need to capture her. And it pulls harder than gravity. Yeah. Where he's just like oh, man, like, I'm really drawn yeah. to this person. Like, he he left, like, that bitch abandoned him in the desert. He's in a <laughs> new town. Dropped him on the side of the road. He's building a desert with his new job. Yeah. And now he met this girl in the lounge scene, mm-hmm. and, and he's watching her dance. Yeah. And the ionizing and atomizing is, like, the reflections of the disco ball light, like, <gasps> yes. going all over her face and body while she's dancing. See, I like that a lot better um, and we mentioned in the last episode, well, not in the last episode, but in, in Lounge. Yeah. That. I know this feels very connected with Lounge. Yeah, I totally see it. And I like that we, we even mentioned in Lounge, like, what if this is a lounge in the middle of the day? Like she turns the yeah. sun, like she opens the door to leave the lounge <laughs> and the sun's pouring in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or even like ionizes and atomize, like she could atomize, like she turns into liquid by drinking. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. She's vaping JK. That wasn't a thing. Yeah. Uh, but she's, you know, she, she might be going outside to smoke yeah. in this moment, turns to sunlight. Um, and then, yeah, maybe she's stepping outside into the sun and then he realizes and atomizes, and itemizes. Like, and, I gotta go. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I gotta go follow her. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we keep going? Yeah. Shit, I Then turns to sunlight for a sunlight bulbs will Make an absence of dark, but the light just ain't there still. And she said. So that was, we had a repeat of she ionizes and atomizes, then turns to sunlight. But then we get this, like, 
really interesting, like, I don't even know how I would describe. I would describe it as a run-on sentence. We didn't, yeah. we didn't even know where to stop. Because yeah. Because there was no, like, <laughs> breath in his, in his line. Mm-hmm. Um, which, also, we haven't talked about this before, but, like, damn, the lung capacity on young Isaac Brock, like. Oh, yeah. He's belting these lyrics out and truly doesn't take a breath. Like, mm-hmm. he kept going, even. We had to stop it because we were like, I don't know where to stop yeah. it. Otherwise, the song's just gonna, like, the lyrics just are just gonna end. end. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, immediately after he says, and she said, he just goes into the next line and, you know, we, we're not even yeah. there yet. But um, the lyrics that we just, yeah, like Michaela said, but um, we didn't even get into the second part of yeah. it, like where he starts to like really go into this run on, like it feels like just like a river taking you all of a yeah. sudden like into these rapids after he says that second repeat line of then turns to sunlight. Then we get immediately after that for fluorescent light bulbs will make an absence of dark, but the light just ain't there still. And then I'm going to end with that. Yeah. Um, as far as our, like, analysis. Um, And I love the way he says these words. Like, double negative. Yeah. yeah. And then, well, just, like, the the way that he is speaking. Mm. Um, Like, his speech pattern. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think with, like, the the beginning of the song, he's like, she, uh, not, like, he has this, like, really distinct um, percussive staccato uh, yes <laughs> i think i might be wrong i think it is staccato though because i looked yeah. it up and it's staccato so for all y'all out there so i'm bringing this back because in the um lounge episode mm-hmm. we read a comment by a reddit user who mentioned the, sta- the staccato of isaac brock's voice and that made me look it up because i think it's important we're doing a podcast about music we're not musicians but like we're learning as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, what's a staccato? What's a staccato? And it is um, like a, it's a, it's a note that is very quick. Um, I can't remember mm-hmm. exactly like a quarter note. I think it's like a, it's like an eighth note or something. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's basically just like a very like quick note, faster mm-hmm. than a regular, like a whole note, right? So it's like, she, ah. Yeah. It's like the ah. Yeah. So I think this would be a staccato. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyway. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, like the way, and then his scream singing again. But then when he goes into fluorescent light bulbs, I want to kind of go back into that and just like listen to it Mm -hmm, again. Please. Fluorescent light bulbs will. Yeah. Fluorescent light bulbs will like it's it he changes it instead of being like she ah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's still like kind of has a similar um cadence but it is more sing-songy and mm-hmm. and less yelly <laughs> yeah like I, it, he kind of leads you on for a second there with the, like fluorescent light bulbs will like it it's really pretty <laughs> yes and then i love that he just immediately goes like Make an absence of dark, like it's like, yeah. but, and then like, there's no, there's just no break. It's like, no, <laughs> make an absence of dark, but the light just ain't there still. <laughs> and then he yeah. just keeps going. Like there's truly no, <laughs> there's no break. There's no break. We're yeah. just inserting one for the sake of analysis. Yeah. Make an absence of dark, but the light just ain't there still. Yeah. It's really interesting too, like how he's making it work with the drums and the bass <laughs> because like the guitars kind of fading in and out, you know, like we're just hitting like one note and letting it echo mm-hmm. and like reverberate for a second. Mm-hmm. But then he's singing with these like, 
I don't know what that drum beat would be called technically because again we're not musicians. Well, and something that I noticed too is that he's kind of off. Like yes. it's like off and like probably not on purpose, but like it, it the effect is interesting and I, cool. I keep wanting to bring it back to jazz because I'm like there's no <laughs> like he's just going with it. Like this feels like a jam session. Yeah, I where mean he's it's, like you guys play and I'm just going to like sing yeah, with you. Yeah, it feels like very free. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of form to it. Um like yeah, he's really just kind of like going and then it feels almost like it feels like really out of these three musicians, Jeremiah is the best musician like yeah. tech- technically. Yeah. Like but it's funny because like I know a lot of drummers and they would probably go insane playing with somebody like Isaac who's just like kind of going in like (laughs) like not following the rhythm or the beat you know but like Jeremiah clearly is also like he's coming from like this metal like punky background which is in that in those genres like it you know there's not you know oftentimes there's not a lot of like technical musicianship in those types of bands like the fact that they're they're like a lot of the times like not playing I don't know what you would say quote unquote like like they're accurately I wouldn't say like I wouldn't say in that way like I know what you were saying yeah but it's like they're playing they're almost like so good they can break the rules yeah i don't know because i mean yeah if you listen to like metal drummer like i'm, yeah. not, a, I'm not a metal head i no, don't listen to like me- metal but, i guess like, no you're right i i guess metal or you're talking about like punk. i'm talking about punk really because yeah. like met like metal drumming for sure is very technical they're using yeah like, no that's why i was like i was like no. well i would say like no, metal is almost right. like bending the rules but yeah. no punk i know what you mean punk though. is like it's like, oh, I just got a drum set and I'm gonna fucking play <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, like me and I my friends music. trying to buy a drum set yeah. for our band in high school by going to fucking Toys R Us because yeah. it was the cheapest place it, we could get a drum set. Yes, and we exactly. Like, Here, friend, now you're a drummer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, like, the it, I just, you know, I get a feeling like Jeremiah's the really like the real like musical talent um in this group yeah (laughs) you know as far as like technical abilities go they're all musical talents but you know obviously I fucking love Modest Mouse but (laughs) but no I think like and this isn't even anything to do with like the great loss of Jeremiah yeah it's more of like oh shit like now that I am analyzing these songs Mm -hmm. like bit by bit he is holding this band. No, he really together is together entirely. He's the glue, yeah. For sure. Like he Isaac, is the sound. Yes, yeah. Like Isaac is like the. I mean, Isaac is very much the sound. Well, I too. get that, but it's like yeah, yeah like he, like Jeremiah really though. Like those they would never like, have little drum like additions mm-hmm. that he these flares that he has in each of these songs that like. I feel I don't pay attention to unless I'm pausing for a moment. No, I totally agree. I think, like, I would go as far to say that I don't know if Modest Mouse would have ever, like, taken off if it weren't for Jeremiah. Oh, totally. Like, I don't think they would have had as much popularity in, like, the underground indie scene if the drums weren't fucking slamming like they are, you know? Yeah, like, it really adds so much to the live element. Yeah. And then listening to these recordings now, it's just like, holy shit. Yeah, There's so much there that, like, yeah, and here I went for, like, you know, 15-something, 17 years listening to this band. I keep saying that. It's been longer. It's 20 years. Yeah. 20 years this year. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I've gone 20 years listening to this band, and... 
I'm only seeing that in these songs now where yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, this plays so much more of a position in the song. Like, yes, Isaac Brock is definitely a musical genius. Yeah. Eric Judy's bass playing is also Yeah, incredible. he's wonderful. Um, but, you but know. yeah, Jeremiah, like the drumming in particular, I'm just like, mm-hmm. whoa, that's like an interesting choice right there. And like that second, like you have yeah. to just really be paying attention. Like we have, we have Jeremiah as like really the technical skilled like the most technical skilled person in this band and then we have Isaac as like the creative mastermind yeah. you know Isaac is just like I'm gonna sing I'm gonna sing along with the beat that I think is supposed to be happening and and then like Jeremiah's like really just listening to him and trying to match what he's yeah, doing they have like a really yeah. interesting relationship yeah yeah and I feel like Eric Judy is like he's he's cre- he's kind of doing like his own thing too with yeah. his bass lines but like it just flows in between yeah. Jeremiah and Isaac having this conversation. Yeah. Like, he's he's like, okay, I'm feeling you guys, and I can, like, fill in here. Yeah. But really, it's a conversation between Isaac and Jeremiah there. And uh, let's talk about, like, the lyrics. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, we already broke down she ionizes and atomizes, then turns to sunlight. Do you feel like this line, the second time, changes meaning to you at all? Yeah, just because the next line, fluorescent light bulbs will make an absence of dark, Mm -hmm. but the light just ain't there still. Because we're talking about sunlight or like she she ionizes and atomizes and turns to sunlight. I like these are tied together because he just makes it a run on sentence. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, sunlight will also make an absence of dark, mm-hmm. but the light just ain't there still. Like, I think this is comparing sunlight to fluorescent light bulbs. I personally fucking hate fluorescent light bulbs. <laughs> all my neurodivergent friends know what I'm talking about out there. <laughs> Shout out. we, Me and all my homies hate fluorescent light bulbs. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting, like... Uh, fluorescent light bulbs again like we're kind of getting into like a sciencey like mm. kind of nod you know like the technical term fluorescent light bulb i think definitely like is a nice pairing with ionizing and atomizing yeah like light i atomizing in a fluorescent light bulb the light scattering just like the sunlight scatters um, yeah, like you said, making an absence of dark, which again, let's talk about like the double negative of like an absence of dark is such like a, I don't even know if that is technically a double negative, but I think it is because dark would be negative and then absence is negative. Cause it's well, like, it's like saying, uh, um, cause you, you wouldn't say you, <laughs> you wouldn't <laughs> nobody say like, says this, nobody says, Oh, I'm turning on the light to make, to make the dark go away. It's like, no, I'm just turning on the light. It's dark yeah. in here. I'm turning on the light. I don't think it's a double <laughs> negative, though, because it you, double negative is like, don't not turn on the TV. Yeah, but dark and absence. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know. It just feels very, um, it feels, it's obviously super intentional, and it and it feels, yeah. like, fucked up, and it feels wrong, <laughs> like, but it isn't technically incorrect, just like when he says yesterday night in might you know see i like the his play with words here no i I like it it's like yeah like to me it doesn't quite feel as jarring (laughs) like yeah it'll it it will make fluorescent light bulbs will make an absence of dark but the light just ain't there still (laughs) oh well the light just ain't there that i don't know i mean the light just ain't there still so let's just look at this literally he's turning on the lights and it's not bright enough 
Like, mm-hmm. it's still dark. These light bulbs will make an absence of dark, but the light just ain't there still. Again, it's it's just a very fucked up sentence. Like, See, it's very weird. To me, as a fluorescent light bulb hater, how I read this is, <laughs> yeah, fluorescent light bulbs, like, make make it light. They make the dark go away. But the light just ain't there still. Mm. Like, it's like, you're not getting the warmth. You're yeah. not getting the... Um, the same thing as sunlight like it's artificial it feels sterile it's it reminds me a lot of like custom concern with the building of the desert it's like it's comparing yeah. desert of a parking lot fake. like a desert of parking lot yeah it's all this like fake i like that i think um i think that's what he's saying here. no for sure and i think what you just said kind of made me connect it to the prior lyrics which is like turning to sunlight i think this woman, maybe your interpretation was correct, where it's like she is turning into sun, like, or he's he's comparing her with the sun. Like, yeah. shall I compare these two as summer yeah. stick, right? <laughs> like, he's comparing her to the sun, and then he's saying, like, you're real. You're a real one. Look at all these fake bitches. Yeah. The fake bitches, like, this exactly. bitch that I was just in a relationship with who took me for everything and, like, killed yeah. the better part of me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, this is a real, this is a real live person that I'm, yeah. that I'm in the presence of. And she's flitting around and I need to tie her down before she disappears. Yeah. Or like she wants to be sunlight, you know, among these fluorescent light bulbs or mm-hmm. just kind of like she wants to get away from this, this sterile environment. Like she, it could still be she turns to sunlight, like not that she's turning into yeah. it. Like she's like, hey, I want, I prefer the sun. I prefer nature. I don't want to be in this concrete jungle. I want to be in my yeah. little cabin in the woods. Yeah. Because fluorescent light bulbs, you know, the light just ain't there. Yeah. Um, well, and he's just like, uh, he, this is Holden Caulfield, and he's just like, everybody's a phony. Yeah. And <laughs> you're real. <laughs> I could also, I mean, yeah, I think it is It is something, like, connected with a custom Catcher in the Rye. Oh, yeah, Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> Can we just talk about how he says still? Yeah, let's go back. <laughs> just ain't there still. And she's still. <laughs> he is a singing whammy bar. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. He's a yodeler. <laughs> this is indie grunge yodeling. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to go back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, fluorescent light bulbs will make an absence of dark, but the light just ain't there still. And she said, I'm feeling empty. As soon as Isaac says, and she said, the next part is in quotes, because um, we're from the perspective of, of this person that's speaking. We have another vocal yeah. vocalist come in. Nicole Johnson. Yeah. Um, is credited as being the vocals on Custom Concern, and she ionizes and atomizes and heads south. Which I just want to mention, um, apologies for never mentioning Nicole Johnson in our Custom Concern episode. We were on, we were just talking about, like, too much in that episode. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I feel like... When I was editing that episode, I was like, I can't believe we didn't even mention this woman's voice. Yeah. I went into the episode planning on talking about it, 
And then it just, like, didn't happen. So, you know, that's what we get because we're doing a podcast just, like, in the moment. You know, it's going to happen. And there is a lot to cover with a lot of these. Like, people think that we can somehow scale this down. No. (laughs) Like, you try analyzing a song and trying to fit everything into, like, a somewhat reasonable amount of time. Yeah. Um, And also, we make this for ourselves. So, (laughs) fuck off. (laughs) We're going to make the next episode two hours long. I hope you fucking enjoy it. Um, I'll cut that out. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Nicole Johnson was vocals on Custom Concern. I think on this song, like, it becomes more prominent to me that, like, we have the second person Mm -hmm. talking and coming in because, like, she's the she in in question (laughs) or that that we're discussing. Yeah. Like, suddenly we're hearing the voice of this character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have read, like, I was trying to do some research on Nicole Johnson. I could not find anything about her, but I think she might be Calvin Johnson's sister. Yeah, so I so she's related to um, Calvin Johnson, who's a musician. He also founded uh, the indie label K Records, which mm-hmm. is the indie record label that... Modest Mouse got started off on um, and was just really involved within the Olympia music scene. So, you know, Washington at the time that Modest Mouse was growing up, I'm saying that like, you know, when they were teenagers and, yeah. and becoming young adults and starting their musical career, um, they were from a small town uh, that started started getting really built up. But of course, Seattle in the early 90s was like the hub of Mm -hmm. the grunge scene and was just starting to become this like musical mecca. Mm -hmm. Olympia, another area in Washington, was also really like cultivating this like really like indie alternative um, rock scene as well. And um, so, yeah, Calvin Johnson was just, like, a huge part of all of that. Modest Mouse were a huge part of that as well. So there's definitely, like, tie-ins with all of this. Um, and Nicole, no doubt, is is a part of all of that. Um, even if it's just, like, coincidental that she has the same name, um, I believe they are related, though. It would make sense. And also, yeah, I, I just want to say it's so crazy. Like, we can't find Eric Judy's age. We can't yeah. find we can't find um John Wickhart. Like I think I found a picture of him that you can see on our Instagram who played in um in uh their the first album that they released, uh, mm-hmm. Blue Cadet Three. And then like, yeah, Nicole Johnson is just like a, another elusive figure, another unknown figure that played with Modest Mouse that has a credit on this album, which is wonderful. But it's yeah, it's just funny. It's so wild to me that like even in this age of like hyper visibility in the internet, I'm like unable to track some of these people down. Yeah, and, and I like, and, like that. Yeah, I like that Modest Mouse is like they really truly did have these underground beginnings, and I love that for them. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these are people that were local, you know, within this music scene. Mm-hmm. Um, that they just were like, oh hey, you want to work with us on our album? All yeah. right. Um, and yeah, Nicole Johnson's vocals are are really pretty here, and I believe we hear from her again. Yeah, she appears. I think she's like the one of the yeah. main female voices that appear on on several of their albums. In in their early albums, she mm-hmm. does appear several times. Um, and also worth mentioning, you know, they work with Calvin Johnson a few times within this time period. Um, and we do get her, I'm just confirming, 
Um, well, you're looking for that. I want to yeah. say too. Like she even is on um, Lonesome Crowded West. Yeah. Um, because I, I I did a deep dive. Like I was trying to find her. Like I wanted to like find a picture of her to put on the Instagram for custom concern, and I just could not find anything. I thought I found something that may have been her, but I just had no way to verify that it was her because there's another person possibly or her named Nicole Johnson, but it's just like inconclusive yeah um and i'm sure she's been like interviewed or like yeah in some zine but it, it might be like lost media at this point yeah i mean if you like have any like interviews from her or videos of her that's like conclusively the same nicole johnson like send them to us please that would be super cool for us to check it out um but yeah of course you know michaela and i are not men we of course want to credit the non-men who are involved in anything modest mouse related we're not trying to be part of history that just like sweeps women under uh the rug and doesn't give them credit (laughs) where credit is due (laughs) yeah i i feel terrible that we did not mention her in custom concern but i think it's interesting that she did vocals on that song and this song, and I'm seeing a lot of similarities between the two, mm-hmm. um, where it's like this yearning for, you know, I don't want the fluorescent light. It's not the same as like the sunlight mm-hmm. and and feeling just like really claustrophobic within yeah. these like buildings and, and uh, you know, these big mega malls or whatever they happen yeah. to be. Yeah, definitely. Where these lights happen to be. Absolutely. And then just one last thing I wanted to mention is like, so in my deep dive, I was like, maybe, maybe there's a video of them playing with this woman. No, she was never like, so this is purely for the recording for the album. She's already saying, I feel empty. Mm -hmm. And I really like the way that they, they both harmonize there. Like I feel, or I'm, I'm feeling empty. I never, I never noticed it before. She's, she's kind of like speaking. She is, but then they're like, when they say, like you can hear her keep like a lower note there Mm -hmm. than Isaac so she's taking like the alto and he's taking like the soprano almost or like the falsetto yeah um so she's like empty like I don't know I don't I don't hear her say the whole word but I hear the m part from her Mm -hmm. voice and then I hear Isaac go empty yeah so it's interesting yeah that they are like singing different notes there and they're like vibrating off of each other and it's Mm -hmm. just like oh it's beautiful i really love how she sounds with isaac Mm -hmm. in all of the songs that she sings Mm -hmm. in agreed um and actually i'm glad that we're able to like give her more time to talk about her in this episode i think custom concern like there like i said there was just like kind of too much well, and I to think cover she, in but... custom concern i think she only comes in when she says i don't feel at all like i fall i yeah. think if i'm remembering correctly this one she's I, like a whole person yeah she's she's a character yeah. in the story now yeah exactly um and it could be i mean to make it really interesting she's the vocals for i don't feel at all like i fall i'm butchering it i feel like um no that's it i, I think don't, i don't feel yeah. at all like i fall i'm 99 percent sure is the lyric what about <laughs> this for our storyline mm. he is in this town yeah he sees this and he's feeling isolated he's got this job he hates he's gotta go to work gotta have a job and he sees in the bathroom this graffiti 
from this person and it ends up being this girl that he meets in the lounge oh my gosh this reminds me of john lennon meeting yoko ono (laughs) so he sees he sees the graffiti and he like feels this connection to that little does he know it's this girl that he meets in the lounge and he's like oh this is gonna be bad news maybe you know going back to that we're tying it all together with this with the story this fictionalized story right of the album being connected together which like we don't that's let's just say it is it is this is a story yeah because it works together so well i can't help but do that so he meets her and he's like oh this is bad news but it's not bad news in the way that we that we initially thought we're like oh she's like bad for him he's just like oh shit like this is real yeah and then so he talks to some people. He goes to the beach <laughs> for beachside property. You know, he's somewhat to like clear a little whatever. Head. Yeah, and then he comes back and he's like, "Oh shit! Like this she's, is real." Yeah, like oh, she's awesome, and she also like doesn't like the the, the big corporate the urban buildings sprawl. and the urban sprawl that's happening <laughs> in my town. She doesn't like fluorescent light bulbs either. <laughs> yeah, no, I really like that. I like this idea that like and that's and so she's the so Nicole is like that person like yeah. that character that yeah. he like meets especially like since that. she vo- she's the voice of that line and the voice of this person yeah. now too yeah. i like that it's like it the ties same it character. together yeah same person yeah no i really like that i like the idea that like um he is afraid to start something with her because mm-hmm. he just got out of a relationship too and he doesn't want to like he can see that this could be really serious but he doesn't want to like be in a situation where this amazing person is like his quote-unquote rebound yeah like (laughs) and also he seems like he's not like grounded somewhere like he's like i'm kind of traveling yeah like i i was just on this road trip and and i don't know how long i'm gonna stay i just got married (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's like he's like i don't know how long i'm gonna i'm gonna be here like he feels to me like he's kind of like drifting in and out of this area um, I'm on a bender. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm I ready. I just broke my jaw. I can't make out with anyone right now. Um, uh, <laughs> but but let's hear the rest of what she's She broke she's his thinking. jaw. Whoa. Could be that. And now he's really in love with her. <laughs> she's taking care of him and feeding him yeah. liquefied food this is through a, a straw. Munchausen's by proxy. <laughs> No, it's Stockholm Syndrome is what it is. She, she punched him in the face and is taking care of him. And so now he's like... All right, what else does she have to say? The real lights can make you The real lights can make you heavy. I'm stopping to make note again of the way that she's delivering these and and Isaac's going like up, you know, and having that. Yeah, it sounds almost like she's not actually completing the words. Yeah. It sounds like she's saying like the real lights can make you heh and then Isaac finishes. Mm. I'm going to go back because I yeah. think I heard her say it. Like she kind of stops before But she keeps it like the same in. note. Yeah. The real lights can make you happy. She does say the V, but like she goes down. Uh huh. So she's like, the real lights can make you happy. Something like that. And there's I'm, like a slight pause. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's really pretty. It's, yeah. It's really pretty. And it's, like, kind of a shame that she didn't tour with them. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I would love to, like, see, like, a like a woman harmonizing with Isaac on stage. I would love know? to see her as part of the band. Yeah, Like, truly. I want more of her. Like, maybe that's what she decided, though. Maybe she didn't want to, Yeah, she's like, just, you know. I mean, be a part of that. Clearly, by her not really having much of like this presence that we're able to find. Yeah, like I mean, and who knows like how close she was with these people? Like, yeah, she's probably like, I don't want to tour with these assholes. Yeah, <laughs> like we literally know nothing about her. Um, Nicole, come on the pod. No. Yeah, <laughs> we'd love to interview we you. We would love to interview you. <laughs> yeah, that would be incredible. Yeah, I would cry. I know. I would just be like tell us tell us everything about your life like I just want to know about her yeah because I don't know anything about her you're probably way more interesting than everybody in this band absolutely <laughs> like especially if you were there and at that time in like the Olympia music scene like you probably have so many cool stories this and... this episode is dedicated to Nicole Johnson yes yeah <laughs> wherever you may be yeah I hope uh, you're vibing and thriving yeah absolutely um into the lyrics that were just said though um the real lights can make you heavy and that's all we got <laughs> so but. far but <laughs> but never ever really am see the look on Chantal's face right now. Wow. Okay. I'm like, I feel like I'm in a straight up parallel universe. Really? I like don't remember that being the ending of this song. And I even listened to it to like, like six times today before coming here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you didn't hear Nicole Nicole's line before? No. Interesting. Crazy. I I don't know why. Like I am I am truly It is quiet. She she is very quiet. I am befuddled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, well <laughs> while you recover from that um I, so this is the whole entirety of what this person this woman that we're talking about says um after isaac says she said we have this quote i'm feeling empty the real lights can make you heavy but never ever really empty fluorescent lights will always equal empty just end quote so beautiful i I love this line so much. It's poetry. I think it emulates everything that we've already talked about with this song. Mm. I think this this last line is like the thesis statement for this entire song. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like exactly like what you said. I, I think you completely hit the nail on the head with your analysis of the fluorescent lights basically being a metaphor for like development, urban sprawl, um like tearing down land mm -hmm. i think that's a hundred percent echoed in this i think the sunlight is truly just representative of like the sunlight and the natural you know surroundings yeah. the, how they say it the real light yeah like i i really like this line the real lights can make you heavy like spending a day in the sun mm -hmm. like you're just kind of like oh i'm so like i'm so melted into mm -hmm. the earth but it's like a nice feeling mm -hmm. um 
And, and that's how I feel like when I, when I hear that line, um, but never really empty. Like you're still so filled after a day spent in the sunlight. Um, and, and you're like, oh, I'm so like drained. And like, I feel my body feels so heavy and like, but you're, you're still full. Yeah. Um, whereas like a day spent indoors under these fluorescent lights, you're feeling so empty. Yeah. I mean, and again, gotta go to work, gotta go to Mm -hmm. work, gotta get a job. Like it's, yeah, I, I think you, you totally got it, Michaela. Like you're brilliant. Um, you're you're so smart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, like a hundred thousand percent. This is just, it's, it's funny to listen to this album again in this context, because I'm really like, I always kind of got that theme in Modest Mouse music about like urban development cities, kind of this, but I'm really seeing it in this new light of like, they are like an anti-capitalistic, like oh, yeah. anti-materialism. Um, like they are really, really anti-establishment. Yeah. Like yeah, they're really punk rock. I mean, Isaac Brock is definitely a Gen X person. Yeah. Um, and I think at that time in like the early '90s, there was a lot of that too. Like mm-hmm. this, like disillusionment with like what like came out of the '80s, which I think is like definitely Reagan seeing the loss of people with AIDS. Like I think Mm -hmm. it is really comparable to how we're currently feeling as young people. Oh yeah. Um, with the, with seeing people die from COVID and seeing, Uh um, the government, uh, reaction to that, Mm -hmm. non-reaction. Um, and then just like seeing how things are kind of falling apart, Mm -hmm. but they saw that then too. Yeah. And there were, there were the riots in 1992. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm that were like huge Mm -hmm. um across the country Mm um and uh that's very similar to kind of what happened in in 2020 Mm -hmm. um and yeah like seeing seeing that all unfold i think there's a lot of parallels where it's just like yeah it, it, it i don't know i just really really connect with this on a level that i couldn't as a teenager oh same yeah I mean like I feel like I didn't really gain sentience until I was like 19 years old it's funny that I never noticed her say fluorescent oh, lights yeah. were always equal empty I I'm I clearly heard her say it I just must not have actually really clocked it um I think it's really beautiful that it's it gorgeous. ends with her saying that like just so softly yeah um you know Isaac fully dropping out and her just saying fluorescent lights will always equal empty. Like, it feels so ominous, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's also said so beautifully. And just, uh, it's, I, I yeah, love it. It's, it's it gives me chills. Yeah. Yeah, it's really pretty. And then we're, so we're two minutes. We're halfway and, in the song. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the song is just instrumental. So again, this album, like, so far, most of these songs have been this way, where there's, like, a little bit of lyrics, and then it's mostly music. Yeah, it's like, okay, now we're going to jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, this does, like, take a turn into more energy mm-hmm. than we've had this whole time. Mm-hmm. And this could have been just a song itself. I mean, two minutes and five seconds is nothing to, you know, laugh at. Like, that's yeah. a full that's a song. song. Yeah, I mean, Might was, like, a minute 30-something. Right. You know? And they could have just left it here. Yeah. Where but... they just let her voice kind of, like, let it let it fade out but no should we keep listening yeah, for a little bit yeah. and see what it goes into yeah. 
so we have this, you know, two and a half minute long instrumental after we have our our lyrics, mm-hmm. um, just purely instrumental. And it just like really creates this energy. Like it's like a lot of their songs that we've heard so far where it's like we get this build up, this, you know, gradual build. We have slow energy. And then all of a sudden you just like release that all. Um, and I just really like the way that they're playing with the guitars on on this instrumental part. Yeah, I love, you can hear like the kind of wow, 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 mm, like mm-hmm. very quietly behind the strumming is yeah. really cool to me. Um, yeah, it's way more, it's way less pronounced than it is in some of their other songs mm-hmm. off, that we've already heard. Yeah, I just think like they definitely do a lot of that in their music, like throughout their entire discography of like these kind of, I don't know the terminology. I want to say like dissonant chords, but I don't know if that's actually like accurate. <laughs> um, but yeah, this kind of like almost siren-y mm. type of like, like seesawing of, of notes. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like a very distinctly like modest mouse sound. Um, and something that I just really have always liked about their music. But yeah, this I really like the ending to this song. It's got a lot yeah. of really good energy. Um, this part of the song is like truly like I'm gonna bob my head. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it slaps. <laughs> I don't really have anything else to say about this song. Do you want to like see what the fans said? Yeah. Cool. So the fans, um, to refresh everybody's memory, um, we have been uh going to the subreddit, the Modest Mouse subreddit. And they have been doing daily song discussions. Um, and so they have discussed each and every song that Modest Mouse has released. So we're just seeing what people had to say. And so um, people are also rating them out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so this song has a 7.77 out of 10. Wow. Wow. Compared with Beachside Property, which had a 9.21 out of 10. Um, so I'm just going to go through really quickly and just kind of like round up uh dramamine had a 9.6 breakthrough 9.05 custom concern 8.85 might has 6.61 lounge has 8.1 uh beachside property 9.2 and then we've got ionizes and atomizes 7.7 yeah that's wild to me i would definitely rate this song higher than that um if it were on a 10 point scale but we rate on a five star rating so i would probably give who I really do love this song a lot. Ooh, so far, Beachside Property, number one. Number two, Custom Concern. Number three, Ionizes, Atomizes. Number four, Dramamine. Five, Lounge. No, four, Lounge. Five, Dramamine. (laughs) Six, Breakthrough, Seven, Might. (laughs) All right. Yeah. I'm probably going to... I don't even remember what I've said in the previous episodes as far as like my ranking. So this is just fresh right now how I feel about the songs. Um, I think number one, Custom Concern. Number two, Lounge. Number three, I'm going to say Dramamine. Mm. Number four, Beachside Property. Number five ionizes anatomizes uh number six breakthrough and number 
four, number seven, <laughs> might. I don't know where four, <laughs> I'm reading. Michaela doesn't know numbers. I don't know numbers. I don't, actually. I <laughs> am terrible with math. And... I got all the numbers. Yeah, uh, on a five out of five, like on a five-star rating scale, I think I would give ionizes and atomizes like a 4.5. Okay. Like, I, would... I really love it. I would give it a three. Okay. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, what did the fans say? So, uh, Mouse Gazer gave this a 8 out of 10. Um, and I, I chose this because I'm just like, I feel this, right? Like, I, I'm not as into the song as you are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this kind of, like, sums it up for me a little bit. Like, some of my, some of my, uh, irks with it. Um, so they said, I used to not care about the song a whole lot, but I found it has grown on me. Uh, it has a really nice steady drum beat and a beautiful guitar line. The only criticisms I have for it are that I don't think Isaac's sort of intense vocals, like where he sings the title of the song, work as well with the softer instrumentation as they do on other MM tracks, and that the climax, while perfectly placed and planned, could have been a bit more interesting. Hmm. I agree with that. Like, I, hmm. I said at the top of this episode, like, I listened to the song twice in a row and like it just kind of went into the next song and I w- I had to remind myself I'm like wait this is a different song like cuz it just kind of passed me by like I think breaking it down on this episode I'm I have a great appreciation for Nicole's vocals paired with Isaac and I really like this storyline and I like what it has to say I like the lyrics poetically but something about it is just a little off Hmm. for me um yeah I do think it's really interesting like as a standalone song like it mm. I I like it a lot but I feel like what I'm finding with this album is that it truly feels like an entire like it's the sum of its parts yeah you know like I feel like most of these songs just go into the next song you know what yeah. I mean um but yeah I just I just love the lyrics in the song I love Nicole's voice like that's what really does it for me Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's valid. Yeah. That still, like, doesn't quite bring it up. Because I, kn- I don't know. I'm just, like, comparing with the other songs. And, and I I'm disagree like, with yeah. that user. Um, I think Isaac's voice is paired wonderfully with the guitar and, like, the music in this. I love the way he sings it. Um, I think that's why this song has always stood out to me. Like, him saying, She, I, to passes, whatever. Like, that, that shit has, like, stuck in my head forever. Like, yeah. Like, I think about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> It definitely stands out, but like I, I, I hear them. I hear what they're saying. Um, I think I agree with them mostly on the like. I don't know. I think if anything, I agree with this other user. Okay, software thirty nine thirty seven, where they say stand out in the album. They gave it a seven, um, but more could have been done with the song overall. Hmm. I agree with that i agree with that rating was seven i probably would probably i would give it around maybe that maybe even a little bit lower i don't know um and yeah like it is a standout song for sure but i just there's something lacking and yeah. i don't i don't quite even know like what it no, is you know i think i would agree with that i think it's definitely a standout in the album mm-hmm. <laughs> a goofy thing from one of the fans crumb chunks said I'm convinced that shit ionizes and atomizes <laughs> is in reference to <laughs> flushing a toilet and knowing that poo particles are everywhere. Lamau. 
No, LMAO, but... LMAO, LMAO. Um, so here's the thing, I'm just Crum- saying that as here's, a... Here's the thing, Crumb Chunks. Your username slaps. I like your style. So... Come on the pod. <laughs> but also they're saying shit ionizes. The lyrics... The lyrics are she. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have a... You need to get your, your the wax taken out of your ears, Because it's a... Yeah, I mean, you could think that he's saying shit ionizes and it atomizes also, uh, it sounds like he could be saying that but also he's bringing in this character and saying you know and she said yeah you're just so, wrong yeah you're wrong sorry um, i will say though you know isaac's got a funny voice and sometimes it definitely sounds like he's saying certain words when he's saying other <laughs> words at one point in the song to me it sounds like he's saying she agonizes instead yeah. of saying ionizes so you know it's debatable, but there are record sleeves with actual lyrics on them that we can <laughs> refer to. Yeah. So that's all I'll say on that. Um, yeah. And with Any that, other... no. Yeah. It, with that, uh, again, this episode is dedicated to Nicole Johnson. Um, hit us up if you ever hear this. I, you know, maybe you will. We'd love to interview you. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. Um, we love your voice. I hope you're out there vibing. And, uh, yeah, to all the other cute little bugs listening to us, thank you for sticking around. Thank you for allowing us the grace to release one of these every two weeks instead of weekly. Um, we thank you for listening, and we hope you have a good time somewhere else. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.